Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity in your life, learning the history of hobbies, as well as making a little side hustle out of your hobbies. If you want to find balance in your life and find peace, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing? It is uh, definitely a new day. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about chess and you know its impact on human culture and 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 uh, you know the hobby of it. And as well as just what you can learn from the game. So over a thousand years, this game has been played or close to it, at least 1400, because there is definitely evidence uh, dating back to 600 AD of this game being played. So about that time, it it was, um, let's see here. It's definitely a game that anyone can learn and just pick up. You have your pawns, your rooks, your knights, your bishops, and the king and queen. Uh, so each player has a set of 16 pieces, and uh, the white pieces always move first. Uh, and it's kind of like a battle of territory. It's literally a battle of territory, almost uh, it's like, you know, one king is fighting over the other king's land. They're all fighting for uh, land and just power at the time and uh, conquering. It wasn't today where you could just sell something on the internet and uh, just make money. So uh, just a little side note there. Got off track. Um, yeah, so they were all... So, they, so someone decided to put this in a board game... And just, and it was probably just to get the warriors thinking, okay, uh, we need to take land from this uh, other king, other kingdom, and just go so we can expand our kingdom, expand our empire. And yeah, there probably was that element there, that psychological um, element there that got, you know, the warriors, you know, thinking about what they were going to do before they went off to battle, uh, in the real world. It is now today, um, you have all these, uh, online tutorial videos and there are actual courses that are sold online for like maybe $20, maybe even hundreds of dollars at just teaching you all about chess and like doing the Bobby Fisher style. And uh, Bobby Fisher uh, was a master chess player and and during his teenage years he actually became a chess champion and it was unbelievable how he got to where he got and it it's astounding, actually. Um, so, 
he is remembered for just always being, you know, always going out and winning. And, and you know, he is the U.S. champion. He is the guy who, you know, he is the Wayne Gretzky of chess. He is the Michael Jordan of chess. And, um, and he is, and at 13, uh, he was a chess prodigy. He won a game, uh, you know, which was dubbed the game of the century. Um, and, and with that game, uh, you know, he went against, this guy by the name of Donald Byrne in the uh, Rosenwald uh, Memorial Tournament uh, Marshall Chess Club. He was in New York City at the time and uh, he won the game by, you know, um, you know, he, he actually did get a little lucky. So Byrne sort of made a minor mistake. Uh, on his 11th move, and, you know, Fisher took advantage of that, and, and then, uh, later he sets up a rook and two bishops with a pawn, and, uh, forces, uh, Bur Donald Burns King, uh, you know, uh, checkmate, and, checkmate the king, and, and, you know, he won by that, so, you know, this, it also teaches, the game of chess teaches you to be sharp and strategize. And, you know, you're going to have off days, clearly. I mean, you know, Donald Byrne was sort of like uh, the Trevor, whatever his name was. And then, you know, Mike Tyson comes in and just knocks him out with, like, like it's another, you know, fight for him. And, uh, you know, he didn't really stand a chance, but... You know, to beat the best under 20 moves is definitely something. You know, usually you need to get 20. So you've got to get to 20. Um, well, you've got to get to 20, you know, just to... It, it, it just makes the game longer, is what I'm trying to say. Now, today... Uh, chess is definitely a hobby uh, loved by many nerds and uh, even some jocks as well. Uh, the because it's become universal. It's been a game like checkers or cards. It is one of the most memorable games, and and it's astounding. The you, you don't hear a lot of uh, you know buzz about chess. Uh, it's, there are definitely chess tournaments, but it, it doesn't have that buzz like the Olympics does. Today, uh, you can definitely go into a hobby shop or, um, you know, your local, uh, even Michaels or something or Target or something and just buy a chess set or just buy it online from, uh, you know, your local shop or a local or a local hobby store, and uh, just and you know, and just have a game with a friend, and you know, have it over uh, um, coffee or something, and 
and it it is certainly built uh, m- many communities. Um, I was in the third grade when I actually uh, learned it. I was eight years old at the time, and uh, and it was uh, life changing. Um, so I was not getting outdoors as much as an eight year old should have, or actually I kind of was. I mean, I was playing. Uh, baseball at eight years old, so um, doing machine pitch, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, uh, after lunch, I let's see, I I would go in or during lunch, uh, we would learn the basic rules and we would just practice a bit. And it wasn't a full game because we had to get back to class, even though it was our lunch hour and. And it definitely was, uh, it definitely helped me uh, learn who everyone else was in the school. I actually don't remember their names now, but uh, it definitely brought the community out. And we could definitely um, uh, take back our pieces. Um, The one rule that I didn't know right away was that it was, um, you know, take you know, the taking your hand off the piece rule, because I would do this, uh, incestuously, and, uh, so, for example, if I, like, took my hand off the knife, but then it's like, I want to move this back and just start again, uh, I didn't know that rule at first, but I learned it, um, eventually. (sighs) All right, um, before I go, uh, further into my story of chess, um, I'd like to talk about uh, the ads. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this podcast, uh, please rate this on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you may be listening to this. Five stars. Write me a good review if you think it's worth it. And uh, please consider donating. Uh, there is a sh- link in the show notes. Uh, so, definitely uh, consider donating. Uh, $5, $10. Anything uh, helps, and it goes a long way. Okay, and uh, now go sign up for Skillshare.com. It is the number one site to learn a new skill, uh, $100 a year or $10 a month. uh, With your first two months free, go to Skillshare.com and uh, learn your skills today. And uh, then you have uh, my uh, products coming out. Uh, Get it make some money somehow. Uh, so there is, so growing the game, the physical book is actually going to be coming out, uh, this sometime this week. It should be coming out sometime this week. It will, uh, be something else who, something else other than the uh, ebook. So if you want to actually get the physical version of the book, uh, please definitely do that. Uh, and, uh, I'll get some royalty payments on that. And, uh, also update on the master course. There are some things that I have to, um, just balance out. Uh, ACX is just very temperamental with their standards and they will just not let you, it's not within like one hour of submission and, even though it has its checks for soundproofing and everything, it will not, um, it's not going to let you uh, do, um, your audiobook's not going to come out uh, 
the at the at the same time you publish it. It, I will never understand how they uh, did it, but uh, that's that's just life. I mean, it is. It can be frustrating to get all this out. Uh, by the way, all this content out, all this, the stuff for the master course. It is. Uh, definitely something else, but um, if you want uh, in on that, uh, definitely go subscribe to the email list, and I will keep you posted on that uh, as well. And uh, yeah, let's get back to it. So we've got. Um, so I was in the third grade, and I continued playing like all throughout uh, up until the sixth grade or so. Um, then I just take a break from it. And the one thing I regret not doing is joining the chess club in high school. I mean, geez, I was like trying to avoid the nerd, like being made fun of like a nerd. And I was still getting bullied at the time. So I just like wanted to distance myself from there. And I just wanted to play hockey too. So I was not focused on chess club, which I probably should have been. It would have been uh, better than just... um, you know, spending some weeknight days at home, not doing my homework, but that's just uh, for a different time. Now, the now when I got to college, I sort of uh, played again. Um, didn't join a team, but yeah. So I'm going to recommend this to um, any newcomer uh, to the show or anyone that has kids or something. Put them on the chess team. Put them on the chess club. Uh, because, you know, in certain sports, you're not going to get that level of uh, strategy going. And it is definitely something that uh, kids need nowadays. Because I have, we're, we're losing, you know, planning out your day, planning out your life. Um, you know, and yes, uh, planning out your day could be as something something simple as writing down your tasks, but uh, when it comes to actually a full life plan, you know, you need those mental exercises to help you move forward. And chess is a great option. So learn chess, learn the game, join a chess club, and even if you're not the best, so what? Just work hard every day to become the best. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. So, a little bit about me. Now, as we discussed, um, okay, so, um, so chess always stuck around with us. Um, you know, it was, you know, shared through generations, and so on and so forth. And there are infinite numbers of ways to win, or like, it is, it, it, it <sighs> probably millions actually because of like you know 64 um you know and then you put that to like the 64th power or something uh the way the math works uh so so it's probably in the millions actually so you never know what you're gonna get uh when you play the game and you could lose um on three moves as simple as that sounds but you gotta play the game you gotta play the game to improve every day. So don't be afraid of practice because it makes perfect. 
Now, let's uh, discuss some insight on the game and uh, just the pieces. So, the pawns can move one space up vertically, and they can't go back. They have to just go forward no matter what. Now, they can move diagonally if there is another opposing piece on uh, one space diagonally from it. So... Uh, yeah, so it can move there, and then it's in that uh, column. It, if uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of difficult to explain this without diagrams. Okay, now uh, that's that describes a pawn. Now, if it when it gets to the end of the board, um, and there's no uh, piece um, in the way, and it's at the end of the board, you can actually call a queen or uh, rook, bishop, and just it can act as such. Um, yeah, so you can exchange it out uh, for that. Or queen, rook, bishop, anything to uh, get you going. And, and I mean, I always choose the queen because uh, it is the piece that can go any, move in any direction except an L shape. Now, the knights can actually start off as well because they can move in an L shape. So it's three um, spaces one way and then one space the other way. So, and there are definitely multiple ways that a knight can move in the uh, L position. So that describes the knight, that describes the queen, and that describes the pawn. The rooks can move straight vertically up or horizontally across. It can't go diagonally. Those are the only ways it can move, and it can move from board to board, uh, from end to end in one move. If it, if there are no pieces blocking it, bishops move diagonally with respect to their uh, starting square. So if they're on the black square, uh, they can only stay within those tiles, uh, those spaces rather. Um, and same thing goes for the bishop that starts on the white uh, square or the lighter colored square, D depending on what board you're using. The king can only move one space at a time except for castling. Now, this is when uh, you clear out the knight, the bishop, and or the queen, and, and, uh, then, and then you can exchange that, and that puts... Uh, the king, uh, two spaces, um, or actually, yeah, on the second to last space of one side of the board, uh, second to last space of one side of the board, and, uh, and that would just, you know, it, it guards against, it guards against, It guards against, you know, your king being uh, taken. And the... And with that... Uh, you know, and with that, it would just... Yeah, you would... Um, yeah, it, it, it safeguards, rather. Oh, can't find the words to speak sometimes. So it safeguards against you... Yeah, it safeguards against it and and just 
Yeah. Okay. Um. So that describes that. Okay. Um. Checkmates. Uh. Go as follows. Um. If a king can't move and is in the path of being attacked uh, by multiple pieces or one piece and can't go in a certain direction, a checkmate is automatically called. So a stalemate uh, is just if a king is in a certain position. So let's say a rook is in uh, diagonally one space away from it, but it can't go, but the king can't go and there's no other options to um, uh, for other pieces to go, then uh, a stalemate's uh, called. And uh, sometimes uh, you get a draw, and uh, if there are 100 moves uh, without a check or a piece taken away, uh, then it's an automatic draw. And uh, if you're going to come to that point, you can also just call it and just shake hands with the other person and say, hey, let's just call it a draw. It's, it's over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah. And uh, that would describe that. Uh, um, I will definitely put out a, a Medium article about this, and I'm definitely trying to put it all together. Uh, so uh, expect that Thursday. Uh, is well so yeah so we get the stalemate the 50 move rule we got the draw the wins um and stalemate and stalemate's not a traditional checkmate as well but i should have described a check before i described a checkmate now a simple check is just when there is um when it's in the line of attack of a piece, but the king can move away or a certain piece can guard the king or just block the attack uh, with, you know, from the opposing piece. <sighs> Try, trying to explain this without a diagram is is definitely really, really hard. Uh, so um, definitely um, look up some images of this if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so hopefully, yeah. So hopefully that will um, help you. Uh, I, I should have done this. It's too late. But yeah, it's something else. Um, so we had that. Um, yeah, now you can... Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so winning the game in three moves, uh, requires, uh, the, a very specific, um, event to happen. So a certain pawn needs to come out the pawn directly, directly, um, you know, near the king or something diagonally from it. And then you need to take your pawn with that certain bishop and then and then just you know strike against it and and the queen cannot be able to move and you know the knight needs to guard against uh needs to be out in a certain way so it it oh geez um look that up on youtube it 
Uh, definitely, if you are are lost about any of this, but you know that it's that certain pawn that needs to come out. You need to bring out your bishop in that certain way. And uh, if I could bring this up here, maybe I can just talk you through it um, as well. Ah, uh, if I could just um, if I could just see this right now. Um, oh, dang it. Okay, let's see. So you would have to take uh, your king. Yeah, you'd have to um, do that. And then, yeah, something, yeah, something else. And then take, yeah, take your bishop to a certain uh, direction. And then right there. And, and then you would... Uh, yeah, and then it's in check, and then you'd have, um, yeah, and then, then you'd also have to take out your queen. It, it, there, there is definitely a way. I'm, I definitely apologize for being, um, really technical in this episode, but, ah, uh, jeez. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Before we go, uh, I'll, I'll just ask again, uh, donations, uh, definitely help me with this. Uh, it goes back into the show. Uh, no money goes into my pocket and, uh, yeah, uh, definitely, uh, does that. I use the money for, uh, hosting fees and, uh, some equipment. So yeah, so definitely go and, um, uh, leave me a five-star rating and uh, consider donating and uh, just tell your friends about this because uh, we are changing minds over here at the Blue Oasis podcast. So uh, yeah. All right. Um, really sorry for this technical episode. Um, and uh, definitely go look up some YouTube videos if you want to learn more about this um, as well. And don't pay 20 bucks for a course to learn this stuff that you can learn uh, for free. It's, it's very simple. It, it can be very f- simple once you get to know it. So, all right, until the next one, uh, stay safe, stay great, and I'll talk to you then.